Welcome to the Mordant Matriarch Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your host, Kim, the Matriarch Extraordinaire. You can find the full transcript of this episode at www.mordantmatriarch.blogspot.com. We talk a lot about what other people do and don't do when it comes to momming. But you rarely hear what mothers have to do themselves. Yeah, I know. We all bitch out loud to other women about having to be the maid, the nurse, the chef, and everything else we have on our plate. But let's talk about households out loud. We'll start exploring single moms. I'm as close to a single mom as a married woman can get. The only thing that I don't do that they do is work a full-time job while doing everything else. Please don't take that as an insult, single mamas. I've said it before and I will say it again. You ladies are fucking warriors. Some of you don't even get child support from your children's dads or dad in any way whatsoever, which I think is complete bullshit, but that's for another podcast. Not only do you do all the physical stuff, you're solely responsible for their mental health as well. If something goes south, you're the one that deals with the fallout consoling your child or chastising him or her, providing discipline if your kid is on the doling end of trouble, all the while dealing with your own feelings on every situation. Some of you have familial support, you know, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, and so on, but some of you don't. Even sometimes familial support isn't enough because everyone has a different point of view than a mom. This is when you need a best friend, someone that you can tell your secrets to, your feelings, or just break down. And sadly, not everyone has that either. Now on to married moms, moms in relationships. You have a husband or boyfriend or a wife or a girlfriend who should be your greatest supporter. You've had children together. You're a team, right? In some cases, that's very true. Your significant other is in the trenches with you through everything. Some of you have the yin to your yang. You fit together like perfect puzzle pieces. But even so, mothers view everything differently than fathers. And if you're married to a wife or with a girlfriend, I can't speak to how that works out because I know it's like a typical relationship in a lot of ways, but I'm not sure how the empathy and nurturing is different or the same. I'm sure there's something physio that explains it, but I'm not even sure scientists can pinpoint what that is. Regardless of what we'd like to have our male spouses, again, I can only speak to this, be like, they will never have the same bond as a mother has with their child. They'll rarely be the one to shoulder the heaviest of loads. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's rare. Whether we want to believe it or not, our society is still staunchly patriarchal. It's not as black and white as the 50s, but it's still there. We, as women, are working to change the tide, but it's a long road to hoe. We've allowed men to be the breadwinners, the hunters and gatherers, while we worked behind the scenes to make sure our homes were running like well-oiled machines. Little Susie and Timmy are well-behaved, well-dressed, clean, polite, well-adjusted, well-socialized, well-educated, because mom does her job and dad does his. The kids seek out mom because mom is always there. 
Mom is the cheerleader, the nurse, the cook, the launderer, the dishwasher, the boo-boo fixer. And she's also the first heartbeat they ever heard. When shit goes bad, if they go to anyone, they go to mom. So when it hits the proverbial fan in a way that affects the entire family, mom is the one who everyone looks to to fix everything. She's the emotional support for the entire family. She consoles the most affected child. And if she has more than one, she explains and explains and comforts and reassures the others. She also helps her husband get past whatever feelings he might feel. And if it's really big, she consoles, explains, and talks to extended family. She shoulders it all. We shoulder it all. We talk to our friends in a matter-of-fact way, sometimes even rave to our friends, but it doesn't quell the inner turmoil because we're not only dealing with our feelings. We're dealing with everyone's feelings. So on top of the other bullshit that we're expected to do as mothers, working or not, single or in a relationship, because we all bear the same thing regardless, we're trying to make everything all right for everyone. Sometimes we never get the chance to deal with our own feelings while we're doing it. Sometimes it's years and the urgency is long forgotten by everyone else. They either become skeletons in the family closet or we shove it so far down because we have to continue to do all the usual things. There's a saying, no rest for the wicked. There's a definition of wicked that is going beyond reasonable or predictable limits of exceptional quality or degree, according to Merriam and Webster's dictionary. It's in this definition that mothers are wicked. Sometimes they fit into others. You can look those up yourself, but this one is the most fitting over the most moms, which is why we do the things we do because we can. I want you to think about this every time you feel like you can't go on. Every single mother, with the exception of few, is a wicked warrior. We literally have the capability to do it all. The other takeaway from this is build a support system. It's so, so important. Build a tribe. Be part of someone else's tribe. Stop doing it all alone. Today's rant, stop settling. Seriously, stop settling. Stop taking the easy route. Stop using your fear as an excuse. There is no reason that you should accept anything from the best from anyone in your life. I get the psychological ramifications of comfort, knowledge, and even predictability in the status quo. I totally get it. But there has to come a point where you say, this is bullshit. I deserve better than what I'm getting here. And you formulate a plan to change what you're doing. Demand the promotion. Demand the respect from others. Demand respect from yourself. Learn your worth and discard anybody who doesn't see it. Take the leap. Teach your children respect for themselves and respect for others. Teach them their worth by showing them yours. You are setting an example for your children. Every time you do something, think about it. Think about it in terms of your sons and your daughters. How would I feel if this is happening to my child? If the answer is anything but happy or proud, 
Squash it. Squash the fuck out of it. There's a difference between knowing self-worth and being egotistical. Know the difference. Live the difference. Stop fucking settling, please. All right, now it's time for Judged Me. This is brought to you by Eternally Exhausted. I was in the grocery store with my two toddlers, three and one. Usually I'm well prepared for a shopping trip, but this one got out of control so quickly that I didn't see it coming until it was too late. We were going up and down the aisles and I was matching my coupons to the items on the shelf. Of course, I was driving the tractor trailer of shopping carts so that I didn't have to have two because you know that the three-year-old can't be trusted to walk through the store. I rounded the corner with my gigantic shopping cart and I accidentally ran into the behind of a man stopped at the end of the aisle. I blushed and apologized, trying to explain how hard these stupid things are to push, especially when there are two tiny distractions loaded inside. He exclaimed, Jesus, lady, watch where you're going. You could have really hurt me. As if I came around the corner at 90 miles an hour with the intent of mowing down everything in my path. When the man yelled, it set off my one-year-old. She had that look of shock on her face that only a toddler can have and started crying. I'm trying to comfort her and the man is mumbling under his breath how children should be left at home so they don't bother other people. I mean, seriously? I apologized again and pushed on with my blubbering one-year-old and the three-year-old is chattering like a chipmunk. I can't hear him over her sobs and he starts getting frustrated. Then he's raising his voice over hers, which makes her cry harder. At this point, I'm ready to surrender, but I was almost done. So I thought maybe I could zoom down the aisles, grab the last of the things I needed and get the hell out. I shouldn't have. I grabbed my last three items and hurried toward the registers. I passed the man I had run into when he was with his wife. That's the woman I was telling you about. Look at her. Her kids are out of control and she's not doing anything about it. I almost expected his wife to shut him up. But instead, she replied, our children never behave like that. These young people don't know what they're doing. Now I'm holding back angry tears and both of my kids are having monumental meltdowns. I just want to get out of there. I shot them both an angry look and ran for the front of the store. I picked the shortest line, which, of course, ended up having the slowest cashier on planet Earth. The kids are grabbing all the crap the store's geniusly stuck within arm's reach, and I'm battling them as I'm trying to load my items on the belt, cramming them in the smallest of spaces. The woman in front of me mothered something about misbehaving kids while I was proving my prowess as an octopus. The kids were in an uproar. Then I lost it. Instead of anyone consoling me, they just stared. They looked at me like I had three heads and gills. No words of encouragement, just stares of judgment. It was awful. Want to share your stories? Send an email to mordantmatriarch at gmail.com with judged me in the subject line. All stories will be shared anonymously. You're welcome to sign them however you like, i.e. Judy judged a lot or can't we be friends? The only time you'll ever hear from me is when your story is going to air. And now it's time for Dear Matriarch. Today's question was sent in by Stumped Spouse. She wants to know, she wants to know, how do I get my husband to help out with the kids in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Stumped, 
Sorry. Sorry about that. It's an age-old question that has lots of answers and nothing proven. This goes along with something I said earlier. We are weaving our way out of a patriarchal society that we, as women, have allowed to happen. But it's going to be a long time before men are sensitive and knowledgeable about women, what women need when it comes to a partner. So for now, all you can do is ask. Seriously, it's that simple. Hey, can you help with the dishes? Or can you give Robin a bath? If he still won't help, re-listen to the rant. Dear Matriarch is the mother of advice spots. You can ask me anything. I can't promise I'll see things the way you do, but I can promise I will always be honest. I will also provide facts if need be. I have a question you want answered? Send it to mordantmatriarch at gmail.com with Dear Matriarch in the subject line. The only time you'll ever hear from me is when your question is airing. So that's it. That's a wrap. Today's podcast was sponsored by the ADHD Quilter. Custom creations for everyone. www.theadhdquilter.com If you can dream it, she can do it. Incidentally, that's me because nobody knows this podcast exists. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, send an email to mordantmatriarch at gmail.com with sponsor in the subject line and we'll work something out. One last thing before I go. I do this for free. It's too small for sponsors, and I don't want a ton of ads across my site. So if you'd like to help a sister out, there is a donate button on the website. It will help keep me from having to do all those things I complain about on other sites. And one day, I might actually get the button up. Thanks for listening. See you next time.